We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls, Friday, April the 14th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, your host of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up show. As you can see, we are back in studio. We are back noon to two, rocking and rolling. Feels good to be back chatting with you all here on the eve of the 2023 Garnet and Black Spring Game, as well as a huge series getting going tonight. On the Diamond in Nashville, I see Luke RJ, GA, Madison, Travi, Colton, Noah, Brennan M, John Edward. What's going on? Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord over the TDC Questions channel, the TDC Questions channel, to be sure your questions are answered. They are already a very, very busy morning as Josiah Thompson, 2024 four-star offensive lineman, commits to the Gamecock. Shane Beamer coming off the practice field, tweeting out a welcome home. And like I said, we are back. We're back in studio. It feels good to be back in studio. I, I love the remote shows. I love getting out and about. I love going out of town. But it really does feel nice to be in the studio, in the friendly confines, have the normal setup, have the normal microphone, and be chatting with you all at the normal time as well. We used the 10 to 12 time slot this week. We, we used that 10 to 12 time slot to serve the purpose of, again, travel and being out of town and wanting to get out and about. I can tell you guys, though, we will not be moving off of noon to two anytime soon. I love the noon to two time slot. It just makes the most sense for yours truly. I feel like it makes the most sense for you guys as well. And again, excited to be chatting with you all here on this Friday. Also, a very exciting Friday on the business the business side of things, which I will uh, inform you guys in a second what happened. Exciting stuff for sure. Of course, as always, TBC brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down the Price Picks app. Go to PricePicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, you can play anything and everything, college sports, pro sports, you name it. They've got it over at Prize Picks. So many fans and listeners of the Daily Crow have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use that promo code, T-S-U-S, to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. I see Marion R26, Will Hall. Definitely want to say thank you so much to all of those who came out last night to Carolina Alehouse Somerville for the TSUS Spring Tour event. Had an absolute blast meeting so many of you. Uh, thank you so much for your love and support on the merchandise side of the business. We sold a ton of merch last night. But I had a great time conversating with great Gamecocks and 
and uh, getting everybody fired up for the spring game and the baseball this weekend and just everything going on and just always great, guys. It's it's such a blessing to be able to do what we do and fellowship and hang out and talk with you guys and meet so many great Gamecocks in person and meet people that show love and support for the show and, and rock with TSUS, man. I, I just cannot say <clears> – I cannot say thank you enough. From the bottom of my heart, guys, it means it means everything. It means everything. And to see the events grow as well and to see new faces and new people come out, uh, it's incredible. I did see some people comment on Instagram. I didn't know you were going to be in Somerville. What happened? Why did I know? I'm like, I promoted this thing as much as I possibly could. So just stay tuned to social media. If you, if you, all the details, all the events we ever have, they are posted to social media. I promise you guys, I will never throw an event and not promote it. That's just not how I rock. So uh, just make sure you pay attention. You stay tuned. I try to keep you guys informed as much as possible, but those who came out, man, we had a fantastic turnout, a great crowd. Uh, again, want to say thank you to the fine folks at Carolina Alehouse Somerville. They were great to us. Uh, also thank you to my guy, Dave Garrick. Shout out to him. Special shout out for helping me out with the, uh, the technical side of things with the, the speaker and the microphones and, and all the audio setup, and also Jocelyn, Jocelyn Scahill made by Jocelyn. Uh, Jocelyn, who's helped me out with all different types of merchandise. Uh, she was there as well, helping out with the merch stand and stuff like that. It was really, really cool. So, again, thank y'all so much for the love, the support coming out. Fort Mill next Thursday. Yes, Madison, Fort Mill next Thursday. And then, of course, we'll close out the following Thursday, April the 27th in Myrtle Beach. So, I'm expecting a great crowd there as well and looking forward to the next two stops. And, again, I, I just I could spend this entire two hours just telling you how grateful I am, how thankful I am. For each and every single one of you, it means the absolute world. Todd Smith, I see you in the chat, man. What's going on? Doug Henry. And I want to shout out Doug Henry as well because Doug Henry has been commenting. Doug Henry has literally been around, I think, since 2017. I might be incorrect, but it's been like the early, early days. So thank you, Doug Henry. I mean, it's really cool, man, to see where we're at right now. Coleman Hall says, no double slander on this thread. I don't think anybody, Coleman, can promise anything, right? You know Gamecock fans just as well as I do. I don't think we can promise anything sometimes tdc can get a bit off the rails if you will uh let's see madison wanted to deliver a note starting tonight i-77 southbound will be closed from the i-26 interchange to bluff road starting at 9 p.m tonight so just be aware guys be aware of the traffic that you may run into that you may run into Bruin nation what's up my man what's going on hey we had a lot of uh lenora sellers love last night in the building in carolina alehouse somerville a lot of Lenora Sellers love last night. And if you listen to the podcast this morning, Bruin Nation, you heard me talk about Lenora Sellers. And he's certainly one of the guys I'm most excited to see in the spring game tomorrow night. So, again, guys, check out the podcast for sure. It dropped today. I do apologize the pod not coming out yesterday on our normally scheduled Thursday. Uh, just with travel and all the craziness the last couple of days, had to move it back. But a great and I mean a great podcast, in my humble opinion, dropped this morning. Full breakdown of the baseball weekend at Vandy, as well as Garnet and Black spring game preview. Everything you need to know for tomorrow night's Garnet and Black spring game going to be a great weekend in regards to Gamecocks athletics and, and really sports in general. A lot going on. The RBC Heritage taking place. I'm sure we're all having a better Friday than Rory McElroy is since he just got docked $3 million for not playing in the RBC Heritage. So... Uh, anyways, guys, let me get to the big news. Had a meeting this morning, and this is not the the big news I teased a while ago. Let, let me first address that. I promise you again, I was not pulling you guys' leg. Um, I was not BSing you. Litigation takes a while. This is probably something that's going to go into the summer. So once once it 
Once it comes out, you all will understand what I'm talking about. Let me get to the news that came out this morning, though, or that we've been working on behind the scenes. Uh, as you all probably know at this point, our podcast is hosted on the Blue Wire Network, Blue Wire platform, if you will, uh, which has been a, a game changer, really, you know, no other way to put it. It's been a game changer the last year for business. We jumped on with them last year, uh, last March, if you will. And if you don't understand exactly what it means, what it means is just that Blue Wire hosts our podcast and they insert the ads that you hear, which obviously monetizes the podcast and drives uh, money to the podcast and the business, if you will, and, and just helps increase uh, business and everything that we do. Anyways, had a meeting with Blue Wire this morning, and uh, we are going to continue our partnership. We were renewing our contract for another year. So again, really, really excited to continue with that, with Blue Wire. Grateful for you all, for your love, your support, and those that tune to the podcast, that listen to the audio version of The Daily Crow. Without your love and support, guys, without your love and support, none of that would be possible. So again, thank you all so much. Again, it is a game changer for business uh, because, again, the podcast is being monetized thanks to that partnership with our friends at Blue Wire. And it's a significant amount of the revenue that the business generates and that it drives in. So again, guys, thank you all so much. I cannot say thank you enough. It's it's truly incredible because without your love and support, without you guys tuning in, without the the engagement, if you will, and the downloads that we receive, I don't think Blue Wire would be as, uh, as, as willing or wanting to partner with TSUS and everything that we are doing. And also, I want to shout out Blue Wire because they support me. They support my goals, my dreams, everything. We have great open-ended banter and conversation. So, again, guys, thank you all. Again, the big news, we are extending <clears throat> or renewing, if you will, our partnership with Blue Wire. We continue to be a part of the Blue Wire network of podcasts. So, thank you all so much. Uh, also, guys, I, I will make note of this because I've always been very open and transparent with you all. The way that we are monetized through Blue Wire is changing, right? So it used to be just if you download the podcast, which means if you just listen, uh, it counts the same. Now, the ads that are in the show, basically what is more valuable is listener retention, right? Listener retention. I'm going to structure the podcast in a way that keeps you all engaged from start to finish. But basically, the longer your listeners are staying engaged in the episode, the better that is for your podcast and in turn for the business. So if you guys could do me a favor, listen from start to finish, you would be doing, you you would be helping TSUS massively. And I promise you, I will keep you engaged from start to finish. We may even save some certain segments for the end of the show just to keep you guys locked in on the podcast. If you will. So again, again, just big news, grateful for, uh, and you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I find myself, I was talking about it this morning with somebody else that I feel like this trap we fall in in life is that we expect things to go well, right? We expect things to go well. So when things do go well, I think that's why people, a lot of people lack perspective and gratitude because it's like, well, it was supposed to happen. It's supposed to go well. And only when it doesn't go well is when a stir or a reaction is create, created, right? I never want to fall into the trap of, well, I mean, we were supposed to renew with them. We're supposed to get this business partner. We're supposed to sell this merch, right? Like nothing is supposed to happen. Everything is a blessing that does occur, right? So celebrate all the victories, big and small. And this is certainly a big victory for TSUS and everything we're doing here. So again, thank you all so much. With that being said, we're live taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-3377. Seven, I, I do want to hear from you all as we sit here, the start of a very, very, very big weekend in Gamecock Nation and jumping right into it. Justin Langford says, ready to see vanilla Saturday night. Yeah, this quote, in case you missed it, 
This quote from Dowell Loggins. I, I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a part of me like, listen, I, I respect his honesty. I, I really do. I'm glad he's not a guy that's going to BS us and talk out the side of his neck and just spew nonsense for the sake of it. But this quote, right? We, we've talked all week. Hey, what can you really take from the spring game? It's probably going to be a little bit of a watered down. Like, you know, what can you take from Dowell Loggins' offense or – what, is his, what does his offense look like? It's not going to reflect what it looks like in the fall. But Dowell Logan says, I'm not going to leave any room for doubt. This is his quote. Quote, it is on TV. It is open. We are not going to do a lot. We are not going to show a lot. It is going to be vanilla ice cream. It is going to be boring. You guys all know that it is going to be boring. I mean, dude doesn't give a damn. He said the spring game is going to be boring. The offense is going to be boring. Just FYI. Oh, by the way, come and pack out the spring game. Have a great time. I mean, I mean again, you have to almost respect it. You, you do. You just have to respect it. You have to respect it. it, it it's that, that quote is just what? It's a wild quote. That's that's a wild quote. The fact he's just so willing to say, like, this is going to be a boring-ass spring game. I mean, mean, unreal. Anyways, though, uh, still looking forward to a fun spring game. Maybe he's just throwing a smoke screen and they're going to call a bunch of crazy plays. But uh, Coach Ford says, great cover for a guy we don't expect much from. Yeah, I'm sure all those that are – that are really high on Dabble Loggins and people like Coach Ford, his skeptics, are just just eating up that comment like, wow, look at this guy – um, anyways, let's see. Yeah, Will Hall. Again, great to meet you, Will. Thank you so much for coming out last night. The Josiah Thompson pickup. I mean, a great pickup. And you know, the guys over inside the Gamecocks, appreciate them having me on this morning. Uh, definitely appreciate them being flexible with their time and, and making time for me to jump on the show. You know, we talked about it this morning, their 2024 offensive lineman, in case you missed it. 2024 offensive lineman, Josiah Thompson, picks the Gamecocks. And when you look out of Dillon, South Carolina, Dillon High School, <clears throat> excuse me, out of Dillon High School, six foot six, 280 pounds. Again, he's a four star prospect, the number one ranked player in the state of South Carolina, the number two offensive tackle in the country, and the 60th ranked overall player. He's a .96. One six on the 24-7 Sports Composite. And guys, more importantly, look at the schools you beat out for him. Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Auburn. The list goes on and on. I'm going to sound like a broken record when I say this, but it really just speaks to that Shane Beamer understands that you build a football program from the inside out. Guys, we may not see the immediate results from this this year or next year because typically offensive linemen don't play as true freshmen and certainly that's not a recipe for winning big in the SEC to have a bunch of true freshman starts on your offensive line. But you give it three or four years when these guys have had a couple years in the weight room and they've gotten some experience and, you know, you think back to 2010 to 13, the greatest run in South Carolina football history. What changed, right? I think back to the Iowa Outback Bowl. What was that, 2009 or so? When 
Sean Elliott was hired after the fact, and Steve Spurrier made the comment that, you know, we're too soft. We need to be nastier. We need to be meaner on the offensive front. And that changed, no doubt, starting in 2010. You saw a change up front in the physicality. Also, a guy named Marcus Lattimore took the field as well. But you saw a change in the physicality up front and also defensively in what Brad Lawing did. South Carolina had that great run because they had some of their best offensive lines and defensive lines in school history. Oh, by the way, who was on the staff in 2010? Shane Beamer. So he's seen it. He knows what it takes. And the latest pickup of Josiah Thompson and what they've done in recruiting the offensive and defensive fronts, it shows that he understands that to take that next step and to get to the next level and challenge the elites, he understands you build that football program and you build that football team from the inside out. So we may not see it this year. We may not see it next year. But you give it a couple of years when these guys they're bringing in have that experience, I think you could see the Gamecocks returning to form of having some of the best lines of scrimmage they've ever fielded in school history. And in turn, I think the results will indeed follow. So a huge pickup, especially, again, when you factor in the schools that they are landing these guys over. I mean, we all had great expectations of Shane Beamer on the recruiting trail when he got hired. I don't know that anybody saw this coming. Two and a half years in as the Gamecocks now move up, I believe, to 11th in the country nationally in the recruiting rankings. Shane Beamer is a man on fire. He will not be stopped. Beamer ball to the moon. Anyways, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 843-790-3377. Yeah, Jacob, we did get curb stomped in that game. <laughs> no doubt. Um, Coach Ford, if you, prepare, if you prepare us for overly vanilla, no one can comment intelligently about our current status. You'd think he'd want to get fans excited given his suspect hiring. Well, I, I don't think Coach Ford... Let me just put it to you this way, Coach Ford. I don't think he thinks of it that way. Like Coach Ford, I don't think Dowell Loggins is going into the spring game saying, man, I really need to show something to make people feel good about my hiring. You know, the spring game, Coach Ford, even if we had a great spring game, even if we were throwing it up and down the field, it, it's not going to prove that Dowell Loggins is going to be a massive success. You know that as well as I do. You know that. I mean, maybe selfishly you want to see him do that, but but you but you know, Coach Ford, you know as well as I do, that's not going to do anything. That's not going to... That's not going to say anything about what uh, what he's going to be. So, anyways, we'll, we'll see how it looks. We'll see how it looks. Um, it was a very, very, very interesting comment. No question. It was a very interesting comment. But, uh, yeah, we shall see how it looks for sure. I thought was really – what was really interesting, guys, in case I'm, I'm – in case I am – reading too much into this Gamecocks football right Gamecock football tweeted out the picture of Spencer Rattler and I believe Lenoris Sellers drafting their teams for the spring game and now for some reason I don't think I can I don't know why can I not find this tweet Oh, maybe it was Beamer that tweeted out. It was Beamer, I think. It wasn't Gamecock football. It was Beamer. Yep, here it is. Okay. Yeah, the Great Wall of Carolina. Cam Pringle, Blake Franks, and Josiah Thompson. Huge. Huge. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Draft night in Columbia is what Shane said. The Garnet and Black game got real interesting tonight. And on one side, you got Spencer Rattlin. On the other, Lenoris Sellers. 
Lenora Sellers. So, does that mean everybody's looking into it? Is Lenora Sellers QB2? I, I don't know if that's what it means, guys. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm excited to watch Lenora Sellers. You know, when you look at the spring game tomorrow night and players you're most excited to see, and, you know, of course, to Kevrion Joyner, I think him at running back is is the lead storyline or certainly one of the lead storylines. Just how does he look in that position? I I, I think tomorrow night we're going to find out is the Kevrion Joyner at running back thing, is it more of an experiment or is it a for real, like, this dude could actually compete to be RB1 or maybe even RB2? Is he really going to get significant carries at the running back position, or is it kind of more of a gadget thing? I mean, I tend to think it's a realistic option. I tend to think the carry-on joiner will be a guy that could help you at the running back position, but just seeing him in that role and seeing the offense with him back there, what those wrinkles look like, I think it's a th- something that could be very dynamic, you know, with Rattler and, you know, Dak Joyner to his side. I mean, I certainly think you could pose some problems to a defense, so I know we're really excited to see. And, and just – what types of wrinkles do we see? How does he look carrying the football? How does he look running between the tackles? Is he used primarily on the outside, inside, what have you, a mix of both? Just really, really pumped to see how he fits into that role. Also, Lenoris Sellers. I think Lenoris Sellers will probably be the talk of the spring game. I, I really do. And I tell you this because I, I'm, I'm admittedly, I'm hesitant to to throw a bunch of hype on a freshman quarterback because we've been there, done that. How many quarterbacks have come through Columbia over the last six, seven years that were four stars in recruiting and were all everything and and, and we looked at them as like the next dude and they got on campus and for whatever reason, they just sort of fell to the wayside. Just never really panned out to be who they thought we would, we thought they would be. You know, so, but I I feel like the hype around Lenora Sellers is different. I really do. Lynn Turner says, I said that when they moved the Dak Joyner to wide receiver, he'd be a better running back. We'll see. I mean, I'm excited. Like, this will be our first time getting a look at him at at that position. So, yeah. Luke Boyd says, we need Messina to get hot this weekend and Ethan to stay hot. I'll have to go with Vandy taking two of three. Luke Boyd. Got Vandy taking two or three. Okay. All right. Going to be a tough series. Going to be a great weekend, though, man. Uh, the Vandy boys at their place. I mean, it's going to be a great test for South Carolina. Uh, you know, JB talking this morning, they are without two of their top starters. I think they're TBA on Saturday for game two. So, going to be interesting to see how they how they fare on the bump. But you know it's going to be a tough weekend when you go to the Hawk and take on the Vanderbilt Commodores, for sure. So, Brendan says in the Big Cock Club Discord, we could have hired Steve Sperger to call plays and Coach Ford would still be a skeptic. <laughs> uh, David DeMary says, is it a surprise that Lenoris will be the starter for the Garnet team? Will he be the starter, David? Will he be the starter? That's my question. Will he be the starter? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, I don't know what it means. I, I don't know what it means, David. Again, you're, you're so... I'm so skeptical to draw any conclusions because Spencer Rattler's QB1 this year. And I went into last season with all these these hopes of, we're going to see Tanner Bailey, we're going to see Braden Davis, and they never saw the field. What I will say, though, is this, and I was just speaking on it, the hype around Lenora Sellers 
it feels different. It, it really does. We've seen a lot of guys come in over the last six or seven years, these four-star quarterbacks that have all these, you know, all these big expectations and fans are claiming they're, they're, that's the next guy, that's the next QB1. And for whatever reason, they just never seem to pan out. They never seem to live up to those expectations. But with Lenora Sellers, I, I don't know, it, it just feels different. When you hear the way people talk about this kid and you talk to people that have watched him all throughout his high school career, and there's a lot of people out there that are convinced that he is the quarterback of the future. So I, I think getting a look at him in the spring game, and the spring game is really built for guys like a Lenora Sellers. He's not built for, built for Spencer Rattler. Like, he's QB1. It's not built for Juice Wells. He's wide receiver one. Those guys don't really have a lot to prove. They did it all last year on the field. Giving a guy like a Lenora Sellers an opportunity to go out there and show what he's got. You know, Trey Knox, the Gamecocks tied in earlier in the spring, saying he's got the strongest arm on the team. We've heard so much about this kid getting to watch Lenora Sellers, and maybe, just maybe, tomorrow night we'll be getting a glimpse at the quarterback of the future in Garnet and Black. So, can't wait to see what he's got in store for the Gamecocks. And I, I think he will be the guy that uh, – I think he'll be a guy we're talking about next week. I really do. I, I think that uh, showing off the skill set, he's got that, got athleticism, he's got size, he's got speed, he's got smarts, he's got arm strength. Um, you know, don't see why he can't be the next Gamecocks quarterback. But there's a ton of them, right? There's a ton of them with Tanner Bailey, Braden Davis, Colton Gothier, right? I tell you what, it's another thing to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on is uh, the transfer portal opens tomorrow for two weeks. The transfer portal opens, so I think the Gamecocks will be active. And you got to think too; it's probably going to hit Carolina. I mean, it's just inevitable, man. It's part of college sports. Richard, what's going on, my friend? AKA Dickhead, what's up, Richard? Appreciate you. Uh, Bruin Nation says the size, talent, and the way he can take over a game is different than anything we've had in a long time. I hear JC and others always talk about his legs, but the kid's arm is unbelievable. Yeah, again, Trey Knox, Arkansas, the former Arkansas tight end, now Gamecocks tight end. Literally said he's got the strongest arm on the team. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. That sounds like a pretty good source to me, though. Sounds like a pretty good source to me. Um, Marion R., I think we have to be excited just because of his size and can run being that big. Oh, and he can throw. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing. And he can throw. So, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to be excited for sure. Uh, guys, wanted to update you on one thing really quickly. We were supposed to have J.C. Sherbert on today. He will not be jumping on the show, I think, because of travel or something like that. So, hey, all of your questions, comments, calls, guys, you got nothing but me for the next uh, hour and a half or so. Uh, also, guys, want to remind you, tomorrow, tomorrow, we will not be at the spring game. Instead, I'll be back in studio. We are airing a live stream watch-along. Cannot wait to do this. These have been a massive success. Uh, been a massive success in regards to the live stream watch-alongs we've done for the baseball games. And so I definitely think, I definitely think it's going to be huge for the spring game. Uh, we will start this thing around right at 7 o'clock when the Gamecocks kick off their spring game. And, uh, yeah, it'll just be as simple as you guys can, can watch me live react. And I'll give you guys my commentary, everything going on. Uh, I, I really do appreciate it. I want to shout out Madison. I want to shout out my guy, Justin. And uh, I think there's been some others as well. But I want to say thank you to all those that have given feedback to the live stream watch-alongs and those who give feedback to everything we do. You know, I, I really do value the feedback from, from you guys, from the consumer. And, you know, I've had people give me feedback, like, for example, saying that, hey, giving more commentary in-game and kind of describing what's happening on the TV since – you know, we, we can't stream it, obviously, because of copyright issues and all that good stuff. But what's happening on the TV, what's happening in the game, giving even more opinions, more commentary. So I'm going to try to do that. I will be doing that 
tomorrow night. But I, I thank you guys for the feedback. I mean, it really genuinely helps. I'm always trying to sharpen and improve. Um, you know, I, I don't have the ego of being right or the ego of I'm the best doing it the best, whatever. I'm always looking to improve and always looking to take feedback. So thank you all so much. But really, really excited for the live stream watch along. Excited to be plugged in in studio. I'm sure you guys going to the spring game, you'll have an absolute blast and the tailgating will be big. Uh, but uh, going to be a great weekend in Columbia for sure. But looking forward to the live stream watch along and and uh, covering the spring game unlike I've ever covered it before. Being plugged in in the studio on Wi-Fi uh, and also streaming it during the game. Going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Friday. We are rocking and rolling as we go into the weekend. Yeah, Marion says maybe they post the pick just to get us all talking. I mean, dude, they they know. You know what I mean? They know. They know what moves the needle. They know what gets fans going, right? So to post that for sure. But I, but I will say this. He's in that picture because I think he's obviously drafting the team. Like he's the captain of the Garnet team. I think that says a lot. I, I think that absolutely says a lot. Um. It's, I mean, I just don't think if he hadn't impressed, if he hadn't shined at this point in spring, I don't think he'd be getting that opportunity. So I don't think he'd be getting that opportunity. Madison says Spencer Rattler's only getting better. I liked him last year and I hope to fall in love this year. And I think you will, Madison. I, I think, uh, I think he's set up to have a massive year, a great year. I think he's set up to have a great year, no doubt. So. Alex Mitchum, we get to watch Carolina baseball and football on the same weekend. Life is good. Yeah, Alex, how often does this happen, right? Enjoy it. Heck, enjoy it, man. E enjoy it, for sure. Yeah, we never do get to do that, so it's going to be a fun weekend, no doubt. Um, really excited, man. I tell you, you look at the diamond and the Gamecocks taking on Vandy. How about Gavin Cassis going up against his former team? And a guy that he's been a bit cold of late, but do not be surprised if Gavin Cassis goes off. This week, and in case you guys have been living under a rock, Gavin Cass, of course, transferred in from Vanderbilt. So he's, I'm sure, got plenty of relationships with his former teammates in Nashville, with Tim Corbin. And it didn't sound like there was any bad blood when he left, but but you know a guy like Cassis is going to have that chip on his shoulder this week, and he wants to go back to Nashville and ball out and show them maybe what they missed on or what have you. But uh, certainly that's a huge storyline this weekend, and maybe just maybe Gavin Cass can be a big part of the reason why the Gamecocks go into Hawkins Field and take two or three against a really, really good Vanderbilt team. So I I'm looking forward to it. Going to be a, a, just a great weekend for sports, guys, a great weekend for sports. And, again, I just want to say thank you all so much for your love, for your support. And if you guys have any questions in regards to – you know, why we're doing what we're doing business-wise, you know, content-wise. I'd be more than happy to talk with you guys about that because I've gotten a lot of questions, of course, about the spring game. Are you going to be at the spring game? Why are you not going to be at the spring game? And there are reasons for all of those things. And there are reasons that I think, at least in my mind, make sense and I think would make sense to you guys, the end consumer, because it's all about driving value to the end consumer. But, you know, for those that for those that that want to know, um, you know, we can talk about it. I'm an open book. I, I believe in keeping things. And you know, I was talking about this with the Blue Wire guys this morning, you know, about being transparent with your audience and being, you know, honest with your audience. And I've just told them, listen, I've, I've built my entire business off of that. I've, I've always been very genuine and open and honest with you guys. And you guys have been along the journey with, with us. Um, <clears throat> you know, you guys knew when I was 
living in Charlotte. You knew when I moved to New York for two months. You knew when I moved to Columbia, finally. You knew when we were going through COVID, right? The podcast didn't stop over COVID, did it? It didn't stop over COVID. I mean, you guys knew it was going on, right? So I, I, I've always... Uh, I've always been genuine and honest and open and authentic with you guys. And I, I really believe that's why we have built the relationship to the level that we have. I think that's why people rock with TSUS so heavily because they look at me and see, he's just a normal dude. He's just a guy. He's just one of us. He's a, he's a fan just like we are. And again, I will always continue to operate that way and be open and honest because I think people can sniff bullshit a mile away and nobody wants to be bullshitted. Nobody wants to be bullshitted. So uh, that's just my take on it. So anyways, guys, let's see. Let's see, Shane Beamer tweeting out a welcome home this morning. Not exactly sure who it is, but uh, the momentum continues on the recruiting trail. Guys, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm still kind of stuffed from eating my burger last night. That was a good burger, by the way. Okay. I don't remember what it's called. All I know is it had jalapenos on it and queso cheese. But it was good. <laughs> I love that. Robbie, it was great um, to great to see you last night, my friend. Had an absolute blast. <clears throat> same here. Same here. And I and also, um, I'm ready to give you my weekend prediction for the uh, for the game against, for the games against Vandy. Are you ready for them? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. A win, five to two Friday. We lose in a nail biter Saturday, two to one. And then Sunday, Mahoney go, Mahoney puts Vanderbilt in their place, and we take care of business on Sunday, seven to two. So Gamecocks taking two or three. Yes, I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got the same. I've got the same, my friend. I've got the same. Gamecocks taking two or three. And I, so. and I honestly cannot believe none of these games are on the big channel because it's six versus number four. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, you know they, on, they, man. you know they, uh, they, uh, they set the schedule before the season, but you know, college baseball is still just criminally under televised. It just, it just is. It just is. Um, it's unfortunate, but it is criminally right. under-televised, no doubt. And I'm just letting you know now, okay, I will be rocking my new shirt tomorrow night, okay? And if anybody if anybody asks me where like, – if they ever ask me, like, where can I get this shirt, I'll tell them, go to tsus.store and you'll find this shirt. Robbie, you're the man. I, I appreciate that sincerely. I, I really do appreciate that. You'll have to, you'll have to send me a picture of a, send me a picture of you in the shirt. <laughs> By the way, I, I got a picture I need to send you. I actually posted it on Twitter. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't post it on Twitter. I think I may have posted it on Instagram. I don't know. Either way, I got a picture I got to send you. So, <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna post it and then tag you in it. Yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Yeah, let me. Let me... <laughs> 
Yeah, I can send it to but, you. But, right um, yeah, I got us taking two out of three. And to be honest, I don't really give a hoot about the depth chart mm-hmm. for the spring game. I don't give a I don't give a flying monkey fart about the depth chart the, the depth chart for the spring game because it is just that. Okay, it's a spring game. Just because Lenora Sellers is the starting QB on whichever team he's the captain for, okay, does not mean he's going to be the second string QB come fall, okay? I'm going to do what I have done ever like I've always said, I'm going to do what I've always done ever since Beamer got, got hired, okay? Just sit back, relax, and let Beamer cook, okay? All right? Give him the chef's hat, give him the ingredients, and let him cook, okay? Just enjoy the season whenever we have it because, like I said, like I've always said, too, we have 12 games and only seven of them are home games. So enjoy every single one of them regardless of what happens. I think that's a great way to operate, Robbie. And, and again, I, Shane Beamer's earned the benefit of the doubt for sure. And I definitely agree with you from what from what you said last night about the baseball team. This baseball team is definitely a Omaha caliber type of team. And I don't think Noah Hall is pitching this weekend, is he? Right? He's not pitching. No, he is out this weekend. He's He's out this weekend. Okay. So I I, yeah, I yeah, I was just making sure, right? Yeah, no, he's he's out this weekend. Yep. Because of how deep our pitching staff is, I'm not really that concerned. I definitely think we'll find somebody. And I hope that Noah Hall is not out for the year because that would suck because he would be a very key piece if we were to make it to Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, you hope that uh, so. you hope that he can go for sure. You hope that he can go and he's fine. And again, we've just but, heard um, we've just heard rumor that uh, we've heard rumor that maybe he's out for the year. But hopefully, it's something that's only a couple of weeks. I think at minimum, though, he's going to be out a few mm-hmm. weeks for sure. So we'll see. But you know, as the yeah. shirt says, "I got on all we got, it's all we need." And I think we got plenty on the on the mound to to. Mm-hmm. to we got plenty on the mound to, to navigate this thing. And, again, it's going to be a great weekend. But but I, but I to echo what you just said, Robbie, and what I said last night, you know, because all everybody wants to know in the start of the season, is this an Omaha team? Are we, are we going to Omaha? Do you think we can go to Omaha? Do you think we can go to Omaha? Like, I got peppered with that question over and over and over. And, you know, my response was generally the same. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a long season. Let's see what happens. There's a lot right. of baseball to be played. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to say right now, right. even before this weekend starts, South Carolina is good enough to go to Omaha. They're an Omaha caliber club. Vanderbilt's also good enough to go to Omaha. They're an Omaha caliber club. Yeah. The question to me is no longer, are the Gamecocks good enough? The question is just simply, will you be playing your best baseball when it matters most? That's truly what it comes down to. Right. We've got the talent. We've got the pieces. I think this team has shown that. You know, I think it's kind of weird. And, you know, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but even those in the Big Cock Club Discord, I think it's just weird to get to this point in the season and be like, this team's a fraud or that team's a, that team's a fraud. And I'm like, dude, maybe that made sense in the second or third weekend. 
But right. I mean, you got a pair of teams. Carolina's twenty nine and four, nine and two in the league, and Vandy's twenty seven and six and eleven and one in conference play. Like you're right. we're over halfway through the and season. Like, you're not a fraud if you have that type of record. So Vandy's really good. Carolina's we're also really good. In the country, so we're definitely not a fraud. With right. So to go in the season, and we are ranked in the top ten. This is not just some flash in the pan baseball team. And I think, like I've said before, also we have we and we have proven how tough of an out we are. You bet. You like I like I also said, you have got to score double digit runs in order to beat us, or we're going to beat you. I mean, it's, I mean that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And if you put that ball in the daggum strike zone on Petri, pitch at your own risk because you might give up a home run, okay? Or a base hit, whichever one comes first, okay? Because, I mean, if that ball is in the strike zone, we're swinging, okay? We might be missing, but we ain't missing by much. That's a fact. You just got to go into this weekend and just, just whenever the time is, whenever whenever we get a whenever we get a pitch that we like, swing at the damn thing. Yeah. I don't care. Like I've always, like I always say, I'd rather you go down swinging than go down looking. Because if you go down looking, you look like an idiot. For sure. I don't care what your batting average is. Go down swinging. I don't care if it's your batting average is two hundred. Swing. If it's one hundred, swing. I don't care. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there'll be a lot of swinging. I think there'll be a lot of swinging this weekend in Nashville for sure. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Great series. So and you and I both have the same prediction: two yeah. out of three, Carolina. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think the Gamecocks are in a good spot. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get off of here, and I'm gonna fix me something for lunch. Robbie, you're the man. Again, it was great to meet you last night. I sent you over the picture of you and I from last night. So uh, no, I got yeah. all right. Yeah. All right. But, uh, all right. I will, uh, talk to you Monday. Sure. Robbie, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself at the spring ba- spring game, by the way. I appreciate you. Oh, I plan to. I'll make sure to do some extra cheering for you since you ain't going to be there in person. I appreciate that, my friend. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. I, I, my phone just vibrated. I think I got him. I love it. Robbie, have a great weekend. Take care, my friend. We'll talk to you Monday. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, man. Bye-bye. Great stuff. Great stuff from Robbie Davis, as always. Uh, guys, that being said, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and jump into our first break. First break of the day. On this side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more here on a Friday. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking the questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Friday. You can also text that number, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Baseball gets going tonight in Nashville against Vanderbilt, the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores. Also, of course, we sit on the eve of the Garnet and Black spring game at Williams-Brice Stadium. Looking forward to a fantastic weekend this weekend in Gamecocks Athletics. Our friend Luke RJ commenting in the Big Cock Club Discord. Luke RJ, great to see you tuned in. Frank, Frank says, fire trucks. Oot, oot. 141 days. Go get him, Sanders. Yes. 
Football Frank. I love it. That's, that's a great nickname, Football Frank. Madison says, I'm going to say it. South Carolina wins all three against Vanderbilt. Y'all can bust my chops on Monday if I'm wrong. All right. I'd love to see it. Will Hall says, reasonable goal right now is to work to a national seed regional host. I mean, Will, that could most definitely happen. I mean, you're in great position right now. I, I think that is a very realistic goal. I think you're right. I think you're right. Madison, there is no solid word who's pitching on Sunday. I I, I think it's going to be Eli Jones again. Maybe they give Jerzenbeck, though, an opportunity. I think it's either going to be Jones, Jerzenbeck, Hicks, or Becker. It's going to be one of those four guys, no question. I would probably go Eli, uh, Eli Jones. I, I think he was fantastic in Starkville. I think he deserves another opportunity to start, so... Ethan says, I think Sanders <clears throat> will get back on track this series. We need an ace to step up with Hall out for a while. Yeah, Ethan, for sure. This is a big start yet again for Will Sanders. I mean, the pressure is always on when you're in that Friday night, that game one spot. But, uh, you know, last week I thought it looked like he got off the schneid, but also in the, he only went three innings, right? So you need that solid six, seven innings from him. Uh, of course, that was because of the weather delay. I'm not saying he only went three innings because he wasn't good. But, uh, you know, it, you, you need a great start of him tonight. You know, Vandy's going to have one of themselves. And, uh you know, I think you'll need Will Sanders to pitch well to win tonight. No question. Ruination says, Sellers numbers last season, 2,948 passing yards, 45 TDs, two picks, 1,338 rushing yards, 17 TDs in sat during 12 combined quarters, equivalent to not playing in three, four games. Ruination, I'll just say this. Those numbers are insane. I, I will say this, though, and I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer or like rain on your parade, but like high school numbers don't do a lot for me. I, I just, just because everybody that goes to an SEC school – Everybody that goes to an SEC school had great, insane high school numbers. Like, you wouldn't be at an SEC school if you didn't dominate high school. You know what I mean? So, like, the carry-on joiner had crazy high school numbers. Tanner Bailey, Braden Nick, Colton Gothier. I think he, like, set the record in the state of Georgia. So, I mean, the high school numbers are great, but I- I've just learned they don't really, like, I, I think Lenora Sellers, <clears throat> there are other reasons why he could be a fantastic player for us. I mean, the high school numbers are I mean, sure, they definitely solidified that he tore up high school competition, but it just doesn't always translate, if that makes sense. Again, I'm not trying to rain on the parade or anything or be Debbie Downer. I'm just making the point that it's not a perfect science in equating like, well, you tore up high school, so, you know, that means you're definitely going to tear up college. You see what I'm saying? So, anyways, that's just my take. Maybe I'm wrong. Um Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. I'm truly grateful for those who came out to – truly grateful for those that came out to Carolina Alehouse Somerville last night. We had an absolute blast. Sorry, guys, I'm just looking actually at this uh, at this graphic here. I, I think one of the – you know, I've been asked a lot about the keys to – the keys to the weekend and what South Carolina needs to do to have success. Let's see. Somebody asked Josh Pate, thoughts on the Great Wall of Carolina that Beamer just built? Trademark this. And then Josh Pate says, trademark this now or you'll be purchasing it from me in a few months. Somebody replies, I'm sure the Spurs up show already trademarked it. You know, I haven't, but I got a right mind to do so just because of that comment. I haven't, but I got a right mind to do so.
I love it. Anyways, guys, 84-379-0337. But again, the, the Vanderbilt series, <clears throat> and you talk keys of that series, and when it comes down to keys of the weekend, guys, it, it's like I said to Robbie Davis, and it's like I said inside the Gamecocks this morning, that uh, pitch well, play great defense, and timely hitting, right? The fundamentals, <clears throat> the fundamentals against a team like Vanderbilt is key. But if there's one thing that I'm looking at, Controlling the running game. And I'm not just talking about Cole Messina behind the plate. The Gamecocks pitchers, the pressure will be on them. Because you look at Vandy, <clears throat> you look at Vandy and their offense attack. Excuse me, guys. I got a freaking frog in my throat. But controlling the running game, Vandy 54 of 67 in stolen bases overall this season, 22 of 25 in the SEC. And Enrique Bradfield Jr., I'm sure you've heard the name. He leads the way for Vandy 25 of 29 in stolen bases last year, guys. He went a perfect 46. For 46. This dude is lethal on the base pass. And the Gamecocks obviously have struggled to throw out base runners this season. Has it been all on Cole Messina? Has it been on the Gamecocks pitchers? I think it's been on a mix of both. They will have to be at their best this weekend because the last thing you want is a guy like Bradfield gets on it. It goes from a single to an automatic double or triple because he's able to swipe second and third. So controlling the running game. That's one of those little things I think the Gamecocks need to do well this weekend to, uh, to take two of three at minimum this weekend at Hawkins Field in Nashville. So control the running game. Big key to the key to the weekend for South Carolina. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. Luke RJ says, Chris, do you think our offense can still be very explosive and productive even while still being like vanilla ice cream? We all would still like to see some big plays in the spring game. Um, You know, Luke RJ, I mean, I, I think certainly we can still make big plays. I think athletes can make big plays, right? Even if it's like a swing pass. I mean, a great athlete, we saw it last year, a great athlete can turn a bubble screen into a 70-yard touchdown. We saw it last year. But I know what you're hinting at, Luke RJ. You're basically, I feel like if I have to translate your question, and I could be wrong, so you can clarify, but Luke RJ, you're concerned about Dowell Loggins' comments. You are. You are. I know you are because you commented in the Discord. You're concerned that it's going to be boring. You're concerned, like, that's not what you want. And I get that. I, I get that. I don't want that either. I don't want the spring game to be boring. I don't want to be, I don't want it to be like watching paint dry. Um, so I think athletes can still make great plays, Luke RJ, but in regards to like, are we going to go out there and dial it up and, and throw it down the field? And are you going to see Spencer Rattler air it out? I, I don't tend to think so. I, I just, I don't tend to think so. I, I think that Dabble Loggins, I think he probably meant what he said. I think it's going to be a lot of dink and dunk and short passes. And, you know, I, I bet you the completion percentages are going to be really, really high for all the Gamecocks quarterbacks tomorrow because it's not going to be a lot of really contested throws and, and down-the-field throws. And, I mean, that's okay, Luke RJ, but it's probably not going to curb your appetite. It's probably not going to satisfy your craving that I know you're going to have watching this game. And that goes for every Gamecock fan as well because I think everybody wants to see, what's Dowell Loggins going to do? What's this new wrinkle? I mean, he made it sound like it's going to be nothing. So I, I think even while still being like vanilla ice cream, like you mentioned, Luke RJ, I think athletes can make big plays. But it, it, if the explosiveness will come from that, it won't come from Dowell Loggins and company dialing it up, if you will. So we'll see. We could be wrong. Maybe it's a smoke screen that they're gonna they're gonna dial it up and go crazy. But I I, I think he's a man of his word. I, I don't see it being. 
I don't see it being all that wild. John Gibbs says, 2024 to 2027, our offensive line is going to be scary. Beamer is killing the offensive line position. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I mentioned that, John, earlier in the show. Uh, you may not see the, the immediate effects this year, but for years to come, no doubt, man, we're, we're going to be stout on the offensive front. Mm-mm-mm. Austin Greer, Messina isn't great at throwing guys out either. No question. No question. Austin, I agree with you. He he has – that's not his strength for sure. And that's why I even said, Austin, there's more of an emphasis even on, even on the pitchers. To hold guys, mix up your lit, looks, change up your timing, um, what have you. Because, you know, Cole Messina is not – I won't – you know, it's, I don't think it's a knock. He's not the most elite catcher when it comes to throwing guys out. So, you got to be even better – make it a point of emphasis to hold guys on, make the base runners uncomfortable, if you will, and be composed yourself out there. And again, mix up your timing, mix up your looks, mix in a slide step, what have you, just get them kind of off their game. Because like if a guy like Enrique Bradfield gets on, you're going to have a tough time throwing him out. I mean, just flat out, you're going to have a tough time throwing him out, especially if he gets a jump. You cannot let them get a big lead. You can't let them get a big jump. But I will say to the point, to to the credit of the Gamecocks pitchers, from, you know, I – I don't know how they compare to the rest of the country, but I feel like we've been pretty good in regards to holding guys on. we got a couple of pickoffs this season. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Austin, is Colin Burgess playing anywhere? I know last year he played. Let's see. This year, I would imagine he is. Um, It looks like he doesn't have any stats right now, but the season did just start. Um, Yeah, he's with the West Michigan Whitecaps. Colin Burgess, April the 2nd, 2023, was assigned to the West Michigan Whitecaps, which is the high A affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. So, yep, he's playing right now in high A. He is playing right now in high A, but it doesn't look like he has any stats for the 2023 season. So, anyways. John Gibbs says, Enders versus Messina, completely opposite catchers, defense versus offense. Who would you rather have? Defensive catcher's my pick. I I don't know, man. It's hard to go against John. It's hard to go against Kyle Enders, who was the, the, the catcher on the College World Series championship team. But, you know, I think it really does depend on, you know, what helps your ball club more, defensively, offensively. I, I feel like it's just such, John, an offensive-driven game. You'd rather have the big stick in your lineup. So I'd probably go with Cole Messina at this point, but – I certainly don't want to throw any shade on 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 Kyle Enders and uh, I mean his greatness, right? But he was a fantastic player for the Gamecocks, <clears throat> fantastic player for the Gamecocks. So I, I, I certainly don't want to certainly don't want to throw any throw any shade, if you will, on that. So Let's see. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377 as we enter our number two. We enter our number two. I appreciate you all. Thank you all so much for the love and support. Let's look at the SEC weekend. I, I know there's a lot of big baseball. Guys, it feels great to be back in studio, by the way. It feels great to be back in studio. You know, I love getting out and about on the road. I, I do say I want to apologize for 
the I, I tell you, it's wild, right? When you go on the road and, and you get out of the studio and you don't have the same lighting that you normally have, you don't have the ring light and all that good stuff. Like, it's wild to see the difference that truly makes because right now you're seeing me pretty clearly. And I know that the video quality in Hilton Head was kind of trash. Like, I don't know. That, that, that whole background, that setup I had, it was really cool for me. It was not great for video, though. I, I don't know what the deal was. So uh, I appreciate you guys, again, rolling with the punches, being flexible. I, I just can't say thank you enough. <clears throat> I know sometimes it maybe gets annoying because we're, we're getting out of the normal routine. But, you know, I, I, I like to get out of town and get out of the studio and shock the senses a bit. But uh, it really does remind me how much I love our routine. I love uh, be, being in the studio, being in, you know, surrounded by everything. Just the vibe in here is incredible. So, again, guys, I appreciate you all. Appreciate you all rocking with us, whether it's out of town, in town, in the studio, not in the studio, what have you. Um, so. What are you guys most excited to see in the spring game? What are you guys most looking forward to in the Garnet and Black spring game? Anything specific that jumps out to you? Of course, we've talked about the DeCarrion Joiner at running back thing. We've talked about Lenora Sellers. We've talked about Dowell Loggins' offensive scheme. We've talked about, you know, the linebacker position, I think, with Jerron Willis and Stone Blanton. We've talked about um, newcomers in the secondary. Is there anything that I'm missing? Is there anything that 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 is that is a big storyline that we're not necessarily highlighting? Anything you're, you're looking at specifically? Um... Marion R. No rally dogs today. No, they're they're not here today. No. Austin Green, when should we be worried about Noah Hall? Worried in the sense, Austin, he's not coming back or what have you. Yeah, very great point. Great point, Austin. Mario Anderson, the running back from Newberry, definitely a big storyline in the, in the in the game tomorrow. I think just looking at him, getting a look at him, um, you know, just to, up against SEC competition. I, I think that'll be really good to see. And uh, we've heard we've heard a lot about him. We've heard a lot about him, but, you know, just haven't seen anything yet. So it'll be our first opportunity. And like I said, I really feel like that's what the spring game, that's the purpose that it serves. That's the purpose that it serves, is these new guys, your newcomers, your transfer portal guys, your freshmen, getting them on a Williams-Brice Stadium under the lights for the first time. Travis says, I'm looking forward to that vanilla ice cream. That quote from Dowell Loggins is crazy, bro. They're, they're sitting there. They're sitting there like, come out in the spring game. Come on. We need a great crowd. Come out. And then Dowell Loggins is just literally going out there saying it's going to be boring. Like, how boring it's going to be. Like, I mean, I, I don't want him to go into the presser and say, like, it's going to be crazy exciting. We're going to do all kinds of great stuff. And, like, you don't have to do that. But you also don't have to be like, yo, it's going to be boring. Just so you know, it's going to be boring. Like, damn, dude, you're not even going to let me get kind of hype for the spring game? Like, what about the people that are all going? Like, <laughs> that's just, that is just so wild, dude. That is so wild that he said that. Whatever. I mean, you got to respect the guy's honesty. You got to respect his honesty. Truly. Anyways, anyways, what a, what a, what a time. What a guy. What a guy Dowell, Dowell Loggins is. What a guy Dowell Loggins is. Let's see. Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-8437. 
Let's see. The door report. What's up, man? What's going on? The door report. Yes. Appreciate the guys in the door report having me on the show. Be sure to go check out the episode that dropped, I believe, yesterday on, on their airwaves. The door report. A Vanderbilt podcast. Yes, those exist. Vandy fans exist, folks. No, I, I appreciate Billy Derrick and all those guys. I mean, we have a blast talking ball. And certainly that was the case um, yesterday. And uh, looking forward to a great series, great weekend. I know the guys will be locked in at Hawkins Field, and we'll be locked in, and, and two great teams going at it. going to be a lot of fun for sure. So the Door Report, shout them out. Go give them a follow. Great people, great stuff, and a great show we had this week talking about ball this weekend. Um, let's see. John Edwards says, I feel like Dowell is more forthcoming than Sat. Maybe so. Ruin Nation says, as long as it's better than Florida's. Um, for sure, that 10 to 7 was the final. My God, some belt, some belt Billy strikes again. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Awesome. John Edward, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good, dude. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Appreciate you asking what's going on. Nothing, nothing much. Just uh, getting ready to get out of the house. I'm actually having a haircut appointment in a little while, so gotta head up like 10 minutes. Got you, got you. Nice. Today. Hell of a Friday. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, give up the baseball game tonight, both college and Atlanta, since Atlanta's playing Kansas City. Uh, got some other stuff I got to watch tonight. And then, unfortunately, this is not, like, anything sports-related. But, unfortunately, tomorrow I'm heading back down to uh, King Street, South Carolina, near Sumter. Uh, we have a funeral to go to. Unfortunately. Mm, sorry to hear that. Yeah, like a few weeks ago, me and my dad were were just down there a, a while ago for a memorial service. And now we got to – nice and nice, we got to go back. It's not like, you know, I have to go. I'm just saying we were just there. And now the next time you go back, it's for an unfortunate situation. And I mean, we knew it was coming to people – the guy that uh, we, we knew. But, I mean, still, you, you get the news yesterday, and it's like, oh, bummer. So, um, yeah. back to tonight, um, this weekend. So, I did hear Vandy is down the top two starters. So, like, what's the – like, they don't know who's throwing the next couple nights or, like, what's well, the – Well, no. The so, they're going, they're going Cunningham tonight, who's 1-0 with a 3-2 ERA. Okay. They're TBA tomorrow, and on Sunday they'll go Devin Fatrell, who is 6-1 with a 2-2-1 ERA. But Carter Holton's a guy um, – that has been big time for them. He's out, and then there's one more that's out as well. Again, this is via uh, JB, who who I go on inside the Gamecocks with. So, yeah, see, I'm trying to pull up the tweet here. Let's see. Um, Jamie Bradford. Yeah, Carter Holton and Hunter Owen will be out. So, uh, mm -hmm. big big news for them. But I mean, again, I, I still think Vandy. They got plenty of arms. It'll, it'll be it'll be a tough task. But uh, yeah, those are two big losses. So both the Gamecocks and Vandy yeah. dealing with losing some pitching. Yeah, and um, yeah, we know. Okay, we got Sanders going tonight, Mahoney tomorrow, and then let's assume for the sake of this conversation, Eli Jones Sunday, 
but yeah, you know, coming in, it's like both teams have a day where they have not announced the starter. At least yeah. one game. Yeah, for, for sure. Side. For sure, man. For sure. It's uh yeah, it definitely um, yeah, throws a saying, definitely throws a wrinkle into the weekend, no doubt. And someone I was watching the the show before yours and someone said in the comments like I don't know, we gotta play Vanderbilt and I like turn that around like no, I'm like can we get like get away from that? Like, why is it always we gotta play them? Like, they gotta play us too. I mean, it's a freaking SEC for crying out loud. Nothing is like an easy weekend. Just because it's baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whenever I hear somebody say, "Oh, we gotta play this team," I'm like, "Well, they gotta play us too." I mean, that's just how I feel. And I'm like. <laughs> The Morgan quote mm-hmm. you've been talking about, mm-hmm. I kind of like that he would come out and say that. Like, obviously, I probably wasn't going to go tomorrow anyway, but I really can't go. I wasn't probably going to go tomorrow anyway. But I'd rather him come out and just my personal opinion, him come out and say it's going to be like vanilla and a, like you said, a boring spring game. Like, you know, I, I'd say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to sit Satterfield with a system like that mm-hmm. for a spring game. So I'm just like, I kind of appreciate that Dow would come. He, they came out and said, yeah, it's going to be boring. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Let, I mean, let, I'm not going to be there, but let, thanks. Let Loggins cook. <laughs> and, exactly. I know it wasn't like, oh, I don't want to like, get into it, but it's like, what? No, I'm just, it's just funny. Like the Loggins comment, let Loggins cook. That's my thoughts on that. It's just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like I never heard of him before we hired him, but you know, I'm maybe I'm the kind of person that's like why judge him before I even know what it's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, some people just like to be freaking negative, but I'd like to give the guy a chance before you know, you ju- I judge him negatively. Mm-hmm. Like if it doesn't work, I'll judge him, but right now, like why would I judge him personally before even the season starts? That's just me. I, just, I gotta head out here like five minutes and finish getting ready. But thanks for taking the call, and I will see you next Thursday. John Everett, I appreciate you, my man. Great stuff as always. I'll see you, see you next week, bro. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff. Yeah, we will be seeing uh, John Edward in Fort Mill. If you'd like to meet John Edward, come out to the Fort Mill Spring Tour stop. It's gonna be a blast. So, gotta be a blast. Let's see. Bruin Nation just commented and said LLC. What does that What does that mean, Bruin Nation? I know what an LLC is. What does that mean, though? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Let Loggins cook. Vanilla, vanilla ice cream Loggins. Let Loggins cook. Jesus Christ. Ben DeRosa said, I'd rather he say that than talk in circles like Sat used to. For sure, for sure. We'll... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Corb, April the 27th, my friend. April the 27th. Oh, LLC, let Loggins cook. I was thinking like the business LLC, Bruin Nation. Yeah, let Loggins cook. I love that. LLC. Uh, let's see. Grayson Day says, thoughts on DK this season? The carry-on joiner, I'm assuming you're talking. I mean, I... I, I hope he gets the football. I, I hope that he's utilized as a playmaker. I hope that his skill set, again, is used and he's able to shine. I think he, you know, while he may not be a quarterback or a receiver or a running back by trade necessarily, I think he's got a lot of value in this football team. I think he can help you win games. I think he can keep, he can keep defenses off balance. I think you have to use him uh, strategically, if you will. I don't know if he's an every-down player, but I think certainly he can help the football team. So, uh, I mean, I think he's primed for his best year in Garnet and Black, and I think we all hope for that. And nobody deserves it more than Dak Joyner for sticking it out and being a Gamecock for this long. So, yeah, you really are uh, appreciative of him. Anyways, guys, we'd love to continue to hear from you. 843-790-337 and a big SEC weekend. A big SEC weekend for sure. Let's look at the baseball schedule one more time. I know we mentioned this, I think, Wednesday. Uh, this is what the schedule looks like tonight. All these games are being played at 7 o'clock. Carolina Vandy, Mizzou A&M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Georgia, Florida, Auburn, Alabama. At 7.30, you got Kentucky, LSU, and then 8 o'clock, Tennessee and Arkansas. And that's the game on the SEC Network, 5 versus 16. And I think that's probably the big reason that one's on TV. I think the reason that one's on TV is because of the history with Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello. I think that's why they want to get and do that game at Arkansas is going to be nuts. That series at Arkansas, I mean, those fans are going to be ready to give hell to Tennessee. Here's a great question. Ben DeRosa, I love when people kind of go think out. I, I love when people think outside of the box and ask questions that are a little bit outside of the box. Ben DeRosa says, Chris, who scores more touchdowns this year? DeKevion Joyner or Nicholas Harbour? It's a great question. It, it, it honestly is a great question. It honestly is a great question. I, I want to go back. And you know what? Maybe we'll maybe we'll carry this past the break because I really want to pull up statistics from last year and look at some things. And, and we'll do that. We'll carry this. We'll carry this into the break. 
We'll carry this into the break, and we'll talk about it more as I get this pulled up. Okay. Yeah, we'll carry this into the break because we are about to take a break. Really good stuff. I, I love when people think outside of the box. I really, really do. I love when people think outside of the box. Guys, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into that break. More of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Friday, TGIF. Thank you all so much, and I hope you're having a fantastic start to your weekend. So, the question was posed by our friend Ben DeRosa. Who will have more touchdowns this season? DeCarrion Joyner? Or Nicholas Harbert? And it's a fascinating question. I mean, it really is. It's a fascinating question. Because DeCarrion Joyner has four touchdowns in his career. Excuse me. That is incorrect. These are not totals. Let's see. Let's go to stats. Okay. I was about to say that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. I'm on ESPN's site here. Let's see. Mm, Let's look at touchdowns, 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 receiving, rushing, and passing. Okay. So to carry on, Joyner, three career receiving touchdowns, four career rushing touchdowns, so that's seven, and two career passing touchdowns. That's nine. So nine total touchdowns in his career. A season ago, He had one, three, four touchdowns total between passing, rushing, and receiving. He had four touchdowns. I would ask this question too. Over under four touchdowns for the carry-on joiner this year. And will Nicholas Harbour eclipse that number? You know, it's really tough to say, guys, I I think Nicholas Harbour ends up having more touchdowns. I I really do. I think Nick Harbour is going to be an absolute specimen. I think he's going to be a freak. I was talking about this last night. I, I could see Nicholas Harbour having a buck 50 and three tutties against Furman in week two. Like, I, I could see that type of performance happening. I really could. <clears throat> so, I think they're going to utilize him early and often. I mean, that's the crazy thing is we're not even factoring him in right now. We're not even really talking about it, what Nicholas Harbour can do. I mean, this might be a guy that takes the SEC by storm. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. We don't know. And we won't really know and get a look at him until the fall. So, I uh, I could see Nicholas Harbour being a very, very, very big part of this offense this season for sure. So, going to be a lot of fun, no doubt. Going to be a lot of fun. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Having a fantastic Friday here. Let's see. Mm -hmm. 
In case you missed it, huge pickup this morning. Just Josiah Thompson. Picking the Gamecocks. Josiah Thompson picks Carolina. Huge pickup. 2024 offensive lineman, four-star prospect, four-star player. The number one ranked player in the state of South Carolina. And I want to pull this up really quickly. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. How do you look? I really want to look at, here we go, state rankings. Here we go. State rankings. I mean, it's crazy. Like, you look at the rankings for the 2024 class. Number one, two, and four. Number one, two, four, and seven are all Gamecocks. With number three, Kelvin Hunter, the receiver from Florence, South Carolina, West Florence High School. They've got him 100% crystal ball to the Gamecocks. That's how you flip a rivalry. Like, straight up. That 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 right there is how you flip the rivalry on the recruiting side of things. I mean, there's just no question. That's just no question. Big time. Big time what they're doing on the recruiting trail. Big time. Yep. Jacob E says, definitely looking forward to the spring game, <clears throat> especially quarterback play. Typically lets you know who is for real. Well, Jacob E., I think Dowell Loggins would disagree with you, my friend, because he says he's not using it to evaluate quarterbacks. I mean, Dowell Loggins said some, and I'm not even trying to pile on the guy. He said some very interesting things. He he said some very, very interesting things in that press conference. Here we go. In, in case you missed it. In case you missed it, Okay. Let's see. Um, he says, the spring game to me is not an evaluation. The final evaluation will be tomorrow at practice just because of the way we're going to organize the spring game. <clears throat> we need to put one more good day in. To me, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, the next biggest day for us is getting the tape corrected from today and seeing where we are at <clears throat> and having the next practice opposed to the spring game. Okay. Um, let's see. So he also said every day is an interview. I'm not using this to evaluate the quarterbacks. They need to go out and play well and play to a standard and execute the offense in a certain way. Then he went on. It's on TV. It's open. We're not going to do a lot. It's vanilla, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he also said, we are going to try to create some excitement with some plays and give guys opportunities, but you are not going to see schematically a lot of stuff. It is like preseason four in the NFL. The starting quarterback plays one series, then has a baseball hat on and is joking around the whole time, eating hot dogs, talking to the backups and helping them get ready. Every time we step out there, there is a seriousness because we are playing a game that is very violent and dangerous. Every time you step on the court or on the field, you are expected to compete at a very high level, but it is going to be very vanilla offensively so 
There you go. Whatever that means. Just very, very interesting comments. Very interesting comments from uh, from Dabble Loggins. I, I I don't know. It, it's I mean we we know it's going to be vanilla. It's going to be boring. But just hearing him so openly say like yeah, it's just going to be really boring. So, anyways, whatever. But yes, I, I do agree with the Jacob. Be back to your point. The the quarterbacks and getting to see some of these young guys. Getting to see Tanner Bailey, Braden Davis, uh, Colton Gothier, of course, Lenora Sellers. And you know who we don't talk about? Luke Doty, who I think is QB two. I'm pretty sure Luke Doty's still QB2 unless has been stated otherwise. I, I really don't know. So, it's funny. It feels like Luke Doty's kind of the forgotten guy because of all the, uh, you know, all of, all of the other players that have been added. So, <clears throat> Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven ten. Let's see, guys. Jacob B says, "I know we're set with Rattler, but Dowell clearly didn't watch the Jason Brown spring game stuff." A legend, God, Jacob B. If we if we could just not have that happen, that'd be great. <laughs> if we could just not have that happen, that would be great. Um, but I'm sure it will. I mean, did did you did you have a successful spring game? Did you have a successful spring game if you don't have fans calling for QB two, three, or four to be the starting quarterback after the spring game? I mean, I, you know, that, that's that's just a sign of a successful spring game. You know what I mean? That's the sign of a successful spring game. I mean, if people aren't calling for Lenoris Sellers, Lenoris Sellers to be QB one on Monday, I mean, was the spring game even a success? I don't think so. Did 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 the spring game even happen? Did the spring game even happen? Let's see. There was a comment from somebody. Okay. I, I think he clarified what he meant. Because somebody commented and said, uh, they said, I know Rattler's the QB1, but hard to say Doty doesn't deserve it. And I was like, huh? Do what? And he actually clarified what he meant in regards to if Rattler can't go. But, uh, yeah, I think the quarterback room is really interesting. I, I do think, guys, I know I've been saying this for forever, but I tend to think that when the portal opens tomorrow, I think you're going to see somebody hit the portal. So, somebody, Somebody's going to hit the portal. Somebody's going to hit the portal. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody's going to hit the portal, whether it's Bailey, whether it's Davis, whether it's Gauthier, whether it's whoever. Somebody will hit the portal. I, I just can't imagine guys are cool with being QB four, five, and six. Like there's just there's no glory in that. Ruination was the last time we had a fun quarterback room ever. I mean, we've had some good quarterback rooms. I mean, Ruination. Did you not think Connor Shaw and Dylan Thompson was a fun quarterback room? That was a damn good quarterback room. It was a fun quarterback room. So, Lynn Turner says, "How many times did Dowell Loggins contradict himself?" in those statements. I mean, he kind of did. It, it was a, it was a weird, yeah, I, you know, and listen, it's, it's the spring game. I'm not going to sit here and let's hold him to the fire for, for a spring game press conference. You know what I mean? Like there's, I don't think there's any need for that. I think that's, that's kind of doing the most, if you will. But um, yeah, it was weird him saying, it was weird him saying that, it's it's not an evaluation. It's not this, but it's also competition, and we're taking it seriously. And like, 
what is it? You know what I mean? Do you care about the spring game or do you not? Like, Dowell Loggins sounds like he couldn't give a damn less about the spring game. So, big game boomer just dropped his 2023 best bar in every college town. The winner for Columbia, no surprise, Jakes. Jakes is the winner in Columbia. I, I just don't know, like, how, like, to drop this list, to drop this list, I, I just wonder, like, how much research does he have to do? I feel like this takes a ton of research. Mm-mm. Anyways, uh, when are you going to talk to Garcia again? I I have no idea. I haven't talked to Stephen Garcia in quite a while, and uh, I mean I'm sure he's doing well. Obviously he's he's got the little one that he's taking care of, and you know that was a great thing we had with Stephen Garcia during the football season. But uh, you know I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll bring back Garcia during the football season. Maybe we'll go with somebody else. I, I'd be down to talk to Stephen whenever. I just know he's been busy. I've been busy, and that's why we haven't chatted with him. So. Daddy-O, Daddy-O with, with maybe the comment of the day. He says, spring ball is still just spring ball. <laughs> well, Daddy-O, I mean, they, they, listen, there's a lot to follow, and I'm excited for, and it's going to be great to see, you know, those guys on the field tomorrow. But isn't it crazy, guys, to think this? Despite what Josh Pate maybe says, which Josh Pate does a great job. I mean, after tomorrow, the offseason really begins. Like, in regards to anything happening on – you know, anything happening on uh, anything happening on the, the field? I mean, it's it's truly the offseason. Brennan M says, as a college student, you do not want to base everything off of the final. Who wants a 75 to 100% weighted final? Brennan, what exactly are you referring to? I mean, I, I'm not saying that, like, they should base all of their evaluations off the spring game. I guess I'm just saying that it's, like, weird to say that it's, like, we're not even evaluating at all in the spring game. I mean, it is an evaluation because you get a first look at how guys react with players in the stand, or excuse me, with fans in the stands and under the lights. And I mean, it's, it's different. It's different than a scrimmage. It's different than, um, you know, it, it's different than just a practice. You know what I mean? It's still practice, but it's different than just a normal practice. So I, I don't know. I, I know Dow listen, I, I try not to judge too much because I know those pressers are hard and, and those guys are, they're taught there. Let me just put it to you this way. Those coaches are speaking to the media without trying to say anything. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to say anything. I don't think coaches would even do media availability if they didn't have to. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They don't want to tell anybody anything. So they're trying to talk about a bunch of stuff without actually saying anything. That's really the goal. And I know a guy like Luke RJ hates to hear that because he loves, he loves coaches press conferences, but that, that, that's why I take it all with a grain of salt. Like, they're literally trying to just fill up time without actually saying anything. And every now and then they want to send a message and what have you, but, like, I, I you know, I understand, like, Dabble Logging is trying to jump through hoops and, like, not really say anything that, you know, anybody can, I, I don't know. It's, it's, so I think that's why you hear him kind of contradict himself a couple of times. And, yeah, Brendan, I, I totally get it. They're, they're going to look at it, not going to overreact to anything. I understand that completely. I'm just saying that, to phrase it in a way that, you know, it's we're not even taking into consideration of our evaluation. It doesn't matter. Like, I just thought those were kind of interesting comments. Like, 
if the spring game doesn't matter and you're not even evaluating it, it has no meaning. Like, why do we have a spring game in the first place? What's the point? Just if you just want to have a night for the fans, just have a fan day. I mean, honestly, just have a fan day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the spring game. Don't get me wrong, but just, uh, yeah, just, just, just interesting to say the least. Let's see. Anyways, I am excited for the spring game. I'm excited for the spring game. And, uh, Luke RJ says, Chris, here we go. We're diving in the weeds now. Chris, have you heard anything about the uniforms for the spring game? Is Beamer going to put logos on the helmets and dress out like it's a real game? I know some other teams do that. I wish we would. I, I don't know anything, Luke RJ, about uniforms. I would imagine that the, the, the tops and the bottoms will be our, our typical uniforms. I know normally the helmets have not had, I don't think they've had the block C on them. Right? I think, and let me refresh my memory. Let me look at last year. Yeah, last year it was just the basic white shell. It didn't have the block C on it. It didn't have any logos on it. I, Luke RJ, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you why they do that. I, I really, genuinely have no idea. I have no clue. I mean, the, the unis will be normal though. They're, they'll wear white, black, garnet. Quarterbacks will be in green, if you will. But. Uh, I don't know, Luke. I have no idea. I don't know if they're going to wear the block C. I have no clue. But uh, uniform questions about the spring game. Luke, RJ, I, I love the passion, man. I, I really do. <laughs> Got to get them unis right, my guy. Todd says, I just hope our spring game is like the Florida Gators. Yeah, 10 to 7 was the final. 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Uh, Georgia's quarterback room, yeah, it's Beck, Vandegrift, and Stockton in that quarterback room. Graham says, it sounds like he's saying he expects everybody to go hard, but a coach, as a coach, he isn't going to use it to evaluate considering he sees these guys every day. I mean, that's totally fine, Graham. That's totally fine, and they're going to be limiting what they do, obviously, right? He's already said that, vanilla ice cream. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Just, just, it was just interesting comments. Again, I don't put a lot of stock in it. I'm not going to sit here and say, God, Dabble Loggins is a, is a doofus because he this, that, whatever about his spring game comments, whatever. Um, the Let's see, the arch rival, their spring game. When is their spring game? Let's see. Clem sucks his spring game. One o'clock. One o'clock on ACC Network Extra. I know a lot of their fans are really excited because of Garrett Riley and a first look at their offense. I wonder if their offense will be vanilla ice cream. You wonder. You wonder. I don't know. Darren Whitaker says, what is Shane Beamer going to wear? <laughs> Marion R26, what did you think about the pick of the end zones painted garnet and black? Did you think it was fire? I'll tell you this, Marion R26. I like the garnet and black end zones for the spring game. I would hate them in a real game. I would much rather see the normal end zones with just the grass background and white with a uh, garnet outline, I believe it is. Garnet outline. I like the current end zones we have. I think the garnet and the black end zones are really cool for the spring game. I would not like them in a normal game. Great for the spring game, though. Great for the spring game. No. See, Brendan says, keep the end zones garnet and black all year round. I, I completely disagree. I, I just, I'm not a, 
I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I, I don't like Garnet and Black in zones all year. I, I'm just I'm looking right now at this picture of Williams Bryce Stadium I have hanging up in the studio. Um, I, I love just the natural grass behind it. He says Seafilly hates fun. I don't hate fun. I just don't. I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Uh, Daddy Yo says the Garnet and Black end zones in the '90s were awful. <laughs> Remember we had the diamonds. Those were terrible. Speaking of end zones. Bro, those garnet and black diamonds were the worst. They were the worst. I mean, they were the abs, like the tackiest looking thing I've ever seen. Ever seen. Yeah, Chase. I like vanilla end zones. Dowell Loggins likes vanilla offensive play calling, and I like vanilla end zones. Those were horrific. Those garnet and black diamonds, horrific. Absolutely horrific. With that being said, guys, let's jump into one final break. <laughs> On the other side, guys, we'll close it out. I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 15 minutes or so here on The Daily Crow. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. Again, I want to say thank you all so much, man. Doing this show is an absolute blast, and I just, I'm so happy to be back in studio and excited for this weekend. And, and everything we got rolling with content and just just so grateful for each and every single one of you, man. I'm 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 so genuinely happy in life. I mean, I I really am. And uh, you know, the, the fact that we get to share in this each and every single day, and it's a blessing, man. It's it's a blessing beyond measure. So thank you. Genuinely thank you for for making this what it is and engaging and showing love and and having banter and having discussion and and it's it's incredible. It's incredible this life we're living. So uh, great vibes going into the weekend. Again, thank you all so much. And uh, let's let's continue to rock. Final, like I said, 15 minutes or so. 843-790-337. Let's take a look at the weather for tomorrow night. Spring game. For those of you that are going to the spring game, let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, beautiful day. My goodness. High of 82, less than a 10% chance of rain. It is going to be a beautiful day and night. In Columbia for the Garnet and Black Spring Game. Going to be a beautiful night for sure. Let's see. Somebody asked, saw the list of the top 10 Gamecocks in the 2023 season. Do you have a reason that Harbor wasn't in there? Is it just that there is better players? Yeah, to be honest with you, man, admittedly, I, I I didn't factor Nicholas Harbor in just because he's not on campus yet. I know that doesn't make any sense because he's going to be on campus. So maybe that was a little bit of oversight by me. Maybe that was a little bit of an oversight. But I'll be honest, putting putting Nicholas Harbor, putting a true freshman in the top 10 players, you know, a guy that hasn't even done anything yet, it feels a little aggressive, although you could certainly make a case for it. So that might have been a little bit of an oversight by yours truly. Might have been a little bit of an oversight, but uh, – I mean, certainly, I think he's he's got the potential. He's got the potential to be one of our top players this season, no doubt. So, anyways, guys, let's get back to the questions. I think our guy, Luke RJ, said he's got one in the chamber. He's about to fire off. Again, like I mentioned, diamond end zones from the 90s. Good God. Good God. Just not a fan. I am – maybe I do hate fun because I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. Guys, I've dropped my – Top five players to watch for in tomorrow night's Garnet and Black Spring Game. Here are my top five that I'll be keeping an eye on. The carry-on joiner, Trey Knox, Jerron Willis, 
Lenoris Sellers, and Grayson Pup Howard. Those guys, those are the five guys I'm most intrigued, intrigued to see. Uh, Will Hall happened under the weather in Nashville for baseball. I don't, but I can look it up. I think Sunday is the only day that I think we might be. Wow, how about this? Patrick Cantlay just hit a hole in one at the RBC. How about that? Uh, let's see. I think Sunday might be the only day that there's a threat of rain. Today, highest 73, 20% chance of rain. We're good. Uh, Tomorrow, high of 83 and less than a 10% chance of rain. going to be beautiful. Sunday, high of 65 a.m. showers, a 50% chance of rain. So hopefully we'll be okay. Uh, it sounds like that's just in the morning, though. So I would assume by the afternoon we'll, they'll be good to go. Uh, so it shouldn't be any problems with a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. Luke RJ, here we go. What's Dowell Loggins' presence on the sidelines going to be like, or is he a press box guy? Do you think he will yell and get mad like Will Muschamp? You know, Luke RJ, honestly, I don't know. Um, you know, he's – I've never watched a game in which Dowell Loggins has been the offensive coordinator, so I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think they've really specified that either. Um, I, I think it really just comes down to what that guy prefers. You know, does he like being on the sidelines, being able to talk to his quarterback, you know, firsthand? Or does he like, you know, being up top in the box and, and having that bird's eye view and seeing everything? I really think it's just personal preference, and I don't really know that – one way or the other really benefits you more than the other thing. I mean, I guess it depends on your communication style and, and how you like to communicate with your players. But uh, will they get mad like Will Muschamp? I, nobody gets mad like Will Muschamp. Nobody does. So, no, I don't, I don't see it. I do not see it. Let's see. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. You know, I, I know Dowell Loggins is set. And whether he, I'll tell you this, whether he likes it or not, it's an evaluation. Gamecock fans will be evaluating. You know, whether Dowell Loggins says it's going to be vanilla ice cream, bring your spoons to Willie B tomorrow night because it's going to be nothing but vanilla ice cream, whether he wants to believe it or not, I mean, fans are going to be evaluating. Fans are going to be evaluating. So, for better or for worse, right? <laughs> like, everything matters. Everything matters. Every time you take the field and you wear that block C and you wear that going in black, it matters. It matters. It's, it's important. It is important. So, But, yeah, guys, really excited for the spring game tomorrow night. Going to be a lot of fun. Um, looking forward to. Hmm. Looking forward to a fantastic weekend for sure. Also, of course, the series in Nashville. Gamecocks taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores. And I think Colin Humphrey sent this over the screenshot of the 2024 recruits in the state of South Carolina. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, again, how you flip a rivalry, having all these top guys committed over the arch rival. Uh, really, really great stuff. Really great to see that. By the way, guys, our friend Michael Bratton dropped this yesterday. I'm probably going to get a graphic out there this weekend regarding this. Because these are just – it's always fun. Like, I, I'm glad people don't – I'm glad people don't complain about the gambling content. Like, for the most part, I don't think people do. But uh, national title odds are out via, via Caesar Sports. Georgia is at plus 250. Surprise, surprise. Bama at 5 to 1, LSU 14 to 1, Tennessee at 22 to 1, AM, Ole Miss are both at 50 to 1, Auburn is at 60 to 1. Then Arkansas, South Carolina, and Kentucky are all at 100 to 1. Florida at 150 to 1, as well as Mississippi State, 150 to 1, Missouri at 300 to 1, and Vanderbilt at 1,000 to 1. So. Gamecocks are 100 to 1 odds to win the national championship. Madison says, I like vanilla. Vanilla ice cream on deck. <laughs> Josh, my God, what, what a dad joke. If the season is vanilla, it will be a rocky road for Dowell. No, no question. Frank says, everybody's going to love Log until he runs that first pass behind the line of scrimmage and gets tackled for a loss. Yeah, Frank. That first swing pass, my PTSD is going to flare up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out. I think so. I'm gonna freak out. I think I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. I don't. I don't. I don't want to think about swing passes, man. I don't want to think about swing passes. I don't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyways, guys, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Savage. What's up, man? How are you? Up, Chris, man. How you? How you been? I've been well, man. Been well. Just getting after it. What's going on? Nothing much, man. I just had a good book this last month. Just turned twenty three, and, and and um, it has been it has been a great book just to meet and just went to Charlotte and stuff. But actually, it actually it was a sell out. It was a wake up call. I don't know, but I had a good time in Charlotte. But like birthday was fantastic. Well said. Yeah, I was I was I was going to ask you about um. Go. I, I want to ask you about this big announcement I'm going to make to the zone team. Okay. I am going to the Spring Football game tomorrow at at tomorrow at the William Boyd Stadium for the first time at seven five. So you're going to the spring game. Love to hear that, man. Yes. Congratulations. You'll have yes, a blast. Yes. I'm going to the spring game, and me and my me and little, little boy are going to the tomorrow, and it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit, man. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I think that the Gamecocks will yes, put on a show. Yes, I'm bringing, I'm, yeah, I'm bringing my Gamecock cup. Let's not forget. And to, to conclude, I might just take a break on much not watching the baseball season. Yeah, it's a great weekend for Gamecocks athletics, man. A lot going on. The baseball series is going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, like you mentioned, the spring game, man. Looking forward to it. 
Yeah, man. And I, I, will, I will not forget to support Beckham Stone and also Mike King said, they are just square with what I miss. All the, I missed the game since a couple of days. Since um, I had a good birthday last month, just in case I had to air it. But mm-hmm. it, it was it was all right. It was a way. It was okay. But um, still very um, um nostalgic and going to extend for the first time to go see where you might to watch the football football um trade game for the first time. And I cannot even imagine this happening to me. Well said, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited for it as well, man. I'm excited for it as well. And I, I want I, I really, I really, I really to see you. I really, I really want to see you in person so bad and to chat it up for a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to make it happen, man. We'll have to make exactly. it happen. Yes. That would be a good um, wake-up call for this. To go on football game for the first time in this year to announce for a good time. And to be honest, I kind of, I kind of like. I'm going. I cannot see um Jay Dillard and Spencer Rattler and all the team. It's going to be so much fun. And Mike can take a picture of them. So it's going to look um chill. Mm. Yeah, for sure. You ought to get some pictures, some autographs, do the damn thing, and have a great time. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do the damn It's going to be a good weekend. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a great yeah. weekend, Savage, for you, for everybody else who's at the spring game. Looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. That was Young Savage. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to a fun weekend. Anyways, guys, a couple of minutes here. A um, couple of minutes here on the show. I appreciate y'all greatly, guys. If you are going to the spring game, have a blast. If you are not, and even if you are, tune in. Live stream, watch along tomorrow. We'll get going at 7 o'clock when the spring game kicks off. Going to be streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Also, of course, the podcast dropped this morning. Be sure you go check out the podcast. Uh, episode 775, full breakdown of the baseball series this week, and as well as the Garnet and Black Spring game, and guys, again, let me just say thank you all so much for the continued love and support on the merchandise side of the business, social media, the live show, the podcast, and everything in between, man. We, we feel the love at every turn. The, the TSUS Spring Tour, we're in the back half, obviously, now, but it's been a massive success. It continues to be a massive success, and uh, it's, it's all thanks to you guys. Again, showing your love, your support, coming on out. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just, like I said, man, I'm, I'm genuinely happy living life, just flourishing, thriving, abundance, um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And again, it's all because of you guys. Again, I'm looking forward to a fantastic weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, outside of that, man, outside of that, I would just say again, enjoy the spring game. Try not to take it too seriously. Don't draw any conclusions. Vanilla ice cream, just bring a spoon. That's it. Hey, it's vanilla ice cream. Just bring a spoon. That's all Dowell Loggins wants you to do. Just bring a spoon and enjoy. That's it. Don't crave any chocolate syrup or caramel or, 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 or sprinkles or toppings. Just Enjoy the vanilla ice cream for what it is. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Keep it vanilla, folks. Keep it vanilla. Anyways, (laughs) on that note, on that note, bring a spoon, Travi. Bring a spoon. Bring a spoon. Guys, y'all are amazing. I appreciate y'all so much. Feels so good to be back in the studio. And, of course, uh, just thinking ahead next week, we should be normal podcast Monday, Thursday, 
noon to two all week long in the Daily Crow. We'll have tons to talk about and break down and dissect coming off this weekend. Guys, thank you all so much. Have a fantastic weekend. Go Cox. Beat Vandy. Enjoy the spring game. Tune in to the live stream. Watch along tomorrow. Appreciate you all. And we will talk to you tomorrow night in our live stream. Watch along. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of your Friday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.